Happy Monday. Of course, we have four different ways that we're going to go into how to make some cauliflower. But did I tell you guys I'm really obsessed with the gut? Our second brain holds a lot of mystery, and I have tons of questions. So let's ask Deepa. Deepa, welcome to Be Feed Me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. In your magical land. Oh my God, it definitely feels like magic with you. And you're bringing the truth to the magic with you, which is so awesome. Absolutely. remember telling you that this week was all about living in your passion. And one of my big passions is gut health. And Deepa, could you please let everyone know a little more about your background and why you're going to be able to explain this magic to us today? Oh, absolutely. Um, So my name is Deepa Deshmukh. I'm a registered dietitian, diabetes educator, and board certified in advanced diabetes management. And uh, I studied food science and nutrition in India and then came to United States and uh, went to school to study further about nutrition and public health. And I got all these bunch of credentials, degrees, blah, blah, blah. I started practicing and very soon I realized that there was something, let, let me say it this way. I had a gut feeling when I started practicing that somehow the, the, the approach that I was taught about nutrition to treat patients is not going to work and was not working because I could not see my patient's health getting better just by switching them from regular Coke to diet Coke, so on and so forth. So I started paying more attention to my gut feeling and I started paying attention to my patient's gut health. And that really started my my curiosity that kind of started my journey into uh, treating patients uh, through their gut to achieve their overall health. That's so cool. Uh, Moving into the next question. I love that you followed your gut and (laughs) literally followed your gut to figure out how could you make these differences. What are some of the things that you started implementing into your um, patients' lives that made some differences that you noticed that you were on the right track? Okay. So that's a really great question that uh, because what, what I noticed that, and I'm talking about 2006, 2007, where there was not much emphasis on using food as medicine protocol or practicing functional and integrative medicine. Uh, And I, uh, I kind of decided to focus on integrative functional medicine, I mean, uh, nutrition medicine. And what I started noticing that a lot of these patients were taking probiotics because that was the time when when uh, yogurt companies were ma- heavily marketing yogurt for its probiotic uh, benefits oh i and, remember uh, jamie lee curtis right jamie lee curtis and uh, uh, activia yogurt all yes. that stuff so people were very much in tune with with uh, with probiotic probiotic supplements Mm, um, yogurt, uh, kefir was kind of, you know, kombucha was just getting, getting out there, not as, as common as it is now. 
So I noticed that people were eating this probiotic, but why were they so tired? Why were they having gas, bloating, GI issues, um, lot of, uh, you know, digestive health, digestive related problems, excessive hunger. So I, I realized that these people are eating probiotic, but they were not eating, they were not eating the food that the probiotic bacteria need, which is your prebiotic. Okay. So I'll give you an example. All this, all this probiotic in yogurt came with tons of sugar. Okay. And we know that sugar kills the good probiotic, kills the microbiome. I'm like, oh my God, they, these people are spending money eating. They <laughs> <laughs> well, just going around in a circle. They have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but with sugar uh, on top of it. And that's why there's gas and bloating because the probiotics are just munching on that sugar and fermenting it. And I believe it or not, I told people to stop eating yogurt and stop taking the probiotic supplements. And I started I gently started uh, to ask uh, to have them incorporate just like half a cup of uh, beans or lentils every week or uh, two times a week, either in a taco or burrito, so on and so forth. And then I noticed that as people became more plant-based, their digestive tract improved. I also noticed that uh, those uh, patients whom I was uh, treating and when they were eating dark orange and yellow color vegetables like um, uh, pumpkin or butternut squash or cooked carrots, their gut lining healed, okay? And I, I just started going again with my, with my hunch, with my gut feeling about how I should be treating these people. Because I knew, uh, based on my education back in India, that a lot of diseases start in gut. You know, I just, I, 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 during the schooling, I just never made that connection. But as I started practicing, I was able to, um, I was able to um, uh, connect those dots. And really, just having people start to eat slightly more vegetables, your mantra here, eat more vegetables um, and adding more plant-based uh, prebiotic from lentils and beans, they started feeling better. And then I started asking them to take their probiotic and now the magic was happening where they did not have the bad GI issues. That's so cool. So it was like, I, a sol it was so like solving a puzzle for me. To tell you the I, truth, I, for a long period of time. It took me a few years to master this art, I can say. I'll be honest, it took my it took up until this point for me to like still try to understand how it works. And I'm still trying to figure it out. And I know there's a lot of people who want to have the answers, Deepa. And I love the way that you approach nutrition and how to heal the gut. It, it's it's so fascinating to me, your gut literally. And just yes, you can have those gut feelings too, and like your emotion tied to it. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, gut is your second brain, they say. Right? It really is. We, we feel things in gut, we, uh, happiness and, you know, um, 
sadness, everything has reaction that starts in your gut. So it does control our hormones. It controls our emotions. It controls uh, our brain, so to speak. I absolutely said that's so cool so many times while we were having this conversation. Anywho, my best friend is currently in school for nutrition. And she was recently telling me that they've been looking at your gut and the bacteria in there craves like whatever it had last. So they're looking at it for the problem with obesity that maybe there's more of the connection with like the bacteria that you've now replaced in your gut after you've eaten certain foods and pushed out other. So it will like make you want to have all that salty stuff all the time. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, you know, the microbiome transfer is pretty much like organ transplant, right? Yeah. Because it's part of her body and that that has been one of the popular um, or that approach, I should say, is getting popularity, especially to combat infections, uh, which are not cured by the traditional uh, antibiotics. Um, so, yes, I mean, lot, lots is happening because okay. not everyone's microbiome is same. They are finding the microbiome. Uh, DNA is very different even among twins. So, oh, really? That's yeah, so cool. So yeah, so it's extremely diverse. And uh, that's why it's it's a mystery, but but it's very, uh, what can I say? Like it's, it's, uh, it's much easy to take care of your microbiome and combat diseases versus you know, dealing with chemo and, and yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's, a, it's a food-based situation. It's a food-based intervention. Yeah. In many okay. cases. So we, we still have control over how we, we want to feed our microbiome and how they're going to um, behave. You are quite literally what you eat. Deepa will be coming back and you can definitely check her out online. But now I'm pretty hungry and it's time for us to talk about some cauliflower. Deepa was nice enough to share with me her cauliflower steak recipe, but I figured why stop there? So I added in three other ways that you could make cauliflower. So the cauliflower steak is really just the perfect slice of the middle of your cauliflower. But after you get your perfect cauliflower steak, you have a solid two to three cups of cauliflower left over that you can do all different kinds of stuff with. You can make a great soup or we could make some buffalo wings. To do that, I'm going to take those two to three cups and put it in a bowl or a Ziploc bag. And I'm going to add two tablespoons of grapeseed oil with a fourth of a cup of hot sauce. I have Hank's Witch's Brew. Hank's is a hot sauce located in New Jersey. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I used to go to this hop sauce and beer festival with my husband. It was such a good time. We would bring my family. I can't wait for the world to open up again. Anyhow. After you massage your cauliflower bits with your hot sauce for about five to 10 minutes, I like to give it a little extra time just so that the sauce can seep in there. You're gonna bake it again at 375 for a half hour and I highly recommend to flip in between. If you don't wanna do a buffalo route, you can do a pesto route. I made a banging pesto in our winter season finale and I haven't been able to get enough of it. I'm gonna take a couple tablespoons, about four, out of the freezer, I just broke it off how I have it in there. I actually froze it in ice cubes and I count each ice cube as a tablespoon. Fun little trick there. 
after they've dethawed, I'll add a couple tablespoons, no more than two, of a cooking fat, a little salt, a little pepper, and then I again will massage this mixture all over my two to three cups of cauliflower that I have left over, or an entire cauliflower head, or you can make this a smaller recipe and just on the fly. And the last option I'm going to give you today is my go-to for cauliflower. I love nutritional yeast. I think it gives such a great flavor. So for the two to three cups, I'm going to take three tablespoons of nutritional yeast, half a tablespoon of paprika, a couple of dashes of mustard powder, a little bit of cayenne, salt and pepper, and two tablespoons of cooking fat. Coat it all together. It gets cooked at 375 for a half hour flip in between I also like to throw in some red onions on this one it's my go-to I feel like it's popcorn when I'm eating it I hope you enjoyed today's magic Monday of course it's our meatless Monday and you'll be sure to tune in to tomorrow for an inspiring Tuesday